0: Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, and I am joined, of course, on Saturday mornings by Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin.
2: Good morning. How are you?
1: I am. Actually, ecstatic. The weather is finally turning Uh, my way.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what I always tell you? I am powered by solar, so I am fully (laughs) charged and ready to go. Yeah, the sun's amazing.
1: It's just
2: the little things. It's the little things.
1: It it brightens your mood no matter what.
2: Oh, my gosh. It sure does.
1: And we'll probably have to turn on our air conditioners next week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That's okay. I'll take it.
1: Oh, no, I will not be complaining. Even if it is muggy, I will not be complaining. You know what? Um, I was thinking we haven't checked in with you on the local market statistics in a while. Do you have any new ones?
2: I have uh, a report from May first, so okay, you
1: know, just about a week old, but pretty. Yeah, recent. we haven't we haven't covered pretty that. Recent, I know that.
2: yeah, no. All right, so let's talk about it. Um, in Rochester, we currently have 151 active homes. Wow. Okay. Uh, One of them is below 100,000. Six of them are between 100 and 200. 34 between 200 and 300. 25 between 300 and 400. And 26 between 400 and 500. So that's pretty decent. That's almost 100 100 houses below 500,000
1: that's the highest number available that you've yeah. reported to me this year
2: i'd say so and then between 500 and 600 we have another 11 between 600 and 700 we've got 10 between seven and 800 we've got five and then it drops off uh well no actually it doesn't between 800 <laughs> between 900 and a million we have seven. Oh wow but nothing between a million and a million one Two between a million one and a million two, two between a million two and a million three, one between a million three and a million four, and check this out: six houses available over a million four.
1: That's uh, I still can't get used to that statistic.
2: I know it; it's crazy. And those, so I, have, I mean,
1: I have a question for you about the the price ranges that you just listed. Yeah. When you're listing a house, and you have those threshold numbers, you know whether it be two hundred thousand, three hundred, or four hundred, or five hundred. Do you try to, you know, I'm thinking you go to the grocery store and they charge you three ninety nine for something yeah. instead of four hundred one.
2: Yeah. Does, that, does yeah. that
1: work out in real estate as well?
2: I mean, it seems like it's been around forever and ever. I, I I've tried other numbers. I don't know that it really matters okay. truthfully. It's just kind of the way it goes. Bottom line is, is that the house is worth what the house is
1: worth. Sure.
2: And I love it when people say to me, oh, I'm going to have to get more than that because I'm moving to California and it's very expensive in California. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but the house is worth what the house is worth. Yeah. And, you know, never, ever in the history of time have they been worth more than they are now, just based on supply and demand alone. Yes. Okay?
1: <laughs> it just amazes me that they would somehow think that a buyer would care. Oh, yeah. That their yeah. expenses will be higher when they're in California. So that
2: Therefore, they need <laughs> to get more. But, yeah, it's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy. But, you know, and I get it. And a lot of times people have so much emotional attachment to their house that they add value that isn't there just because of their memories. Oh, yeah. I can see that. It's hard. But I also tell people you do not have to worry about underpricing your home in this market because... We're basically in an auto correct mode, right? So right. if if you put your house on the market for four fifty, and you really could have sold it for four fifty five, guess what? There's going to be offers, and there will be offers that go at least to four fifty five, and probably more. So I'm not saying you want any huge, you know, um,
1: discrepancy, Discount.
2: right? But you, you don't have to worry about being quite as accurate as we once were. Okay. We just can don't want to overprice. That's what we don't want to do. We don't want to overprice.
1: And I, I hate to say I'm dying with curiosity. What can you get for less than $100,000? Um,
2: you know what? <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I can promise you it's a fixer-upper.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. And,
2: <laughs> and I can tell you that because it has already been on the market for 87 days. Oh,
1: okay. It's a so, real fixer-upper, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's probably not not really. And the problem is, you know, in that price point, most people who are looking for super affordable housing don't have all kinds of extra money laying around to fix right. it up. And so, and if they're trying to get a loan like through FHA, that isn't going to, you know, they're not going to finance it because it's got chipped paint, bad roof, bad windows, you know, all of those things. So, there's probably a combination of reasons that house is still available.
1: Why do you think we're seeing, I know it's only a modest increase, but an increase in the number of homes that are on the market, active Um, on the market?
2: Well, I do think that people feel like, people realize that their houses have never been worth more than than they have been these last few years, basically since the onset of COVID. Okay, so people realize that and... Some people waited it out and said, "Well, I'm going to be really choosy about where I go, or I'm not sure where I'm going to move." Or, um, but I think a lot of people are starting to get a little bit nervous because you know the rates keep going up, two, two percent I think in this year, so far. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a significant amount. It changes monthly home payments by a couple hundred months, a couple hundred dollars, you know, per month. So I think people are thinking, well, if I'm still going to get top dollar for my house and someone's going to be able to buy it and afford the monthly payments before the rates go up any higher, maybe now's the time to do it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can see that.
2: So that's probably one of the reasons. One Um, of the
1: numbers on your housing report that um, I'm always most interested in is the number of days on market?
2: Sure. So let's look here. Um, I have, I should finish it. We have 416 houses that are currently pending. Okay. Okay. So they have received an offer that they have accepted. They just haven't closed yet. And then in the last six months, we've had 858 homes close. So, I mean, that means that well, within the last six months we've had over twelve hundred go under contract because yeah. eight hundred and fifty eight of them sold and there's still four hundred and sixteen pending. They're so still the real yes closely. yes, they sure are. And the average days on market for those that were closed was actually um, eleven. Eleven days on market. Wow. Yeah. So they are still selling pretty fast. And now that again is from the time they go listed to under contract, okay. Yes. Then sometimes they have to remove the inspection, and then they wait for close. Uh, sometimes it all goes really fast. I was bragging to you last week about this most beautiful property that I listed down on Tippyota Point, and it was a fifty-year-old cabin for six hundred and eighty-nine thousand, but the most breathtaking view of the river that you can possibly come by, and. That thing. So we actually got a lot of showings, a solid day of showings on Saturday, a solid day of showings on Sunday. So we called all offers due by Monday evening. So the seller sat down with me on um, Monday evening pretty late and made her decision on which offer she was going to take. So we weren't able to turn that offer in until Tuesday morning to the closing company, to the bank, to everybody that needed to be involved. And that was this past Tuesday, mind you. And we closed that house yesterday. So it took from Tuesday till Friday. I said to the person buying the house, you know, it was in multiple offers. I said, this was actually... Uh, More more similar to buying a car than a house. The the speed this whole ordeal went. But, you know, I guess I don't blame them. If you've got the most beautiful view on the river, I guess you want to take advantage of it as soon as possible, right?
1: Yeah, when the weather gets warm, you want that place right on the river. When the sun is shining. I'm amazed that with the amount of paperwork that has to be filed and dealt with, both the... Loan paperwork and the title, and well, that, that okay. you could possibly get that done.
2: Okay, well, sometimes people take, um, like a have a line of credit or a home equity loan, so it's not a full on mortgage. Oh, okay. So, in this particular case, it was a cash buyer, so it was as simple as going to the bank, um, wiring funds, so that part of it, but but. Nonetheless, the closing company still had to do a title search and a plat drawing and get all their paperwork turned around and done and I'm just, I'm blown away impressed. That's all I can
1: say. <laughs> I am too. That is amazing. That
2: they had, they received it on Tuesday and the seller was already signing paperwork on Thursday and the buyers signed on Friday and closed. So I say huge shout out to Annie Clausen and her cohorts over there at Rochester Title because they did an amazing job and I have a very happy seller and a happy buyer.
1: And nobody in that office got any sleep for a couple days. Uh,
2: probably not Annie for sure. <laughs>
1: Well, Robin, we have to take a break already. Goodness. Well, congratulations on selling the house. I, uh, Thanks. I, I, I had a feeling that one was going to go really, really fast. Yeah. Okay. So we'll return with more Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results after this quick break on News Talk 1340, C AM ninety six nine 96.9 FM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Menard says, why well, you need to grow the perfect lawn and you'll save 11. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results this morning on New Stock 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. So we looked at, uh, I guess that would have been the statistics for the month of April. Yes. You, do you have any, I guess, crystal balls out there that forecast what we can, might expect moving forward well, in the future?
2: Honestly, I think I, I sound like a broken record. I keep telling people this is, this is not a bubble. The bottom is not going to fall out. The housing market is not going to fall apart. But I actually found an article, so it's not just me talking. And this is uh, called the 2022 Housing Market Forecast. And it says, What does the rest of the year hold for the housing market? Well, here's what experts have to say about what lies ahead. Okay, home prices forecast to appreciate. <laughs> I've been telling people that they're going to be approximately 7 to 8%, right? I'm talking about our market. This one is sure. nationwide. It says home prices are projected to rise by an average of 9% this year, well, that would be- thanks to continued low housing supply and high buyer de- demand, okay? and the, they actually have uh, a graph here with the numbers that are projected from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different experts. And the lowest one is saying um, 6.2... No, excuse me, 8, 8.25%. And the highest one who is... Oh, this is interesting. The highest two are Fanny, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. And Freddie Mac says... 10.4% and Fannie Mae says 10.8%. So all the experts are saying prices are going up. Okay.
1: And you were the Mortgage. most conservative of the bunch.
2: Yeah. And I, I was really just <laughs> focusing on our local market. Okay. And I, cause I think some of those, you know, some of those markets are, Oh my goodness. You know, Like in our crazy times when we were jumping from 12 to 15 percent year over year, places were going 30 percent year over year. So, you know, it all averages out. But mortgage rates projected to rise. Well, no kidding. Um, Based on the current estimate for the peak Fed funds rate, 3.25 to 4.0 in 30-year fixed mortgage will likely peak at between 5.0 and 5.7. There's some variability in the relationship, so we might see rates as high as and as low as high as the low of 6% range. So, I mean, we saw that the feds raised the rate again. the, The mortgages are not tied directly to that, but seem to be strongly influenced by that yes so i mean our mortgage rates have gone up no doubt about it i'm not going to sugarcoat it there's nothing i can do is tell you they've gone up now i'll say it again they've been a lot worse people will keep buying houses um home sales are expected to perform well this year as people continue to move continue to move to meet their needs okay so um the 2022 total home sales forecasts now these are the same experts they are saying anywhere between 6.3 million sales and 6.9 million sales so plenty of houses are going to be sold
1: I read somewhere else as well that um, there was a survey that it's close to 25% of all Americans are intending to move sometime during the next year. Right, right. That's a a large number That's a
2: lot of people. people. That's a lot of people. So this craziness that I've been experiencing running around like a chicken with my head cut off, it's not going to stop anytime
1: soon. (laughs)
2: And that's okay. That's okay. You know, I absolutely am thrilled that the market has been so great. I'm thrilled about all the people we've been able to help and navigate through these crazy times and i actually am geared up and ready to keep going at this pace i don't know for how much longer but for right now i'm still feeling awesome and and ready to do it but when i'm no longer ready to i have a whole great big team to back me up so i'm in the best i have the best of both worlds
1: that's awesome that's good news for a lot of folks to hear that that team's there behind you ready and i am i you know i my, flow, my close family member experienced that with your team. That,
2: Yep. Um, Triada helped, and that yeah, was awesome. She
1: and stepped in and did a great job, and yeah. I was out of town, really I well. think.
2: And yeah, no, I mean, that's it. They're all so awesome, and um, I mean, we have such a true sense of team. When people need somebody, there's not one person that steps up to volunteer. Within seconds, there's always three, four, five, six people. I can do it. I can do it. When do you need? What do you need? Where I go? So I just—it's it, awesome. And who the real winners are are our clients, of course, because when our clients want to go see something, the answer is always yes. There's always somebody available, and we know how doggone important you know timing is. And yes. if you don't get out there, a lot of times, you know, you snooze, you lose, right?
1: And Yeah, and it amazes me that it continues to this day. And (laughs) I go back to the beginning of the pandemic when everything just for that short period of time stopped. And then almost immediately caught on fire. And then the fire got even hotter last year. And it's uh, still burning hot. And when I'm saying on fire, I'm talking about the market itself.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A report came out uh, this past week. Uh, looking at the month of March across the United States and they color coded it by state and like the states that were getting the most offers on their transactions are East Coast, West Coast, Texas and Minnesota and those are on average still getting five or more at offers and then there were just a few states that are just down to like on average two offers but on average, sellers are still getting multiple offers, depending on how they're pricing and how they're marketing.
1: But that doesn't mean everybody.
2: Nope, it doesn't mean everybody. <laughs> and you know what? If you we, we went over this, but I'll, I'll I'll say it again because I think it's super important. If you have your house priced right, then you should be thrilled with a full price offer. Now, if you underpriced it, then that would be a disappointment, and. If you overprice it, then chances are you're going to be disappointed because you're going to end up getting less than what you initially asked. But when you have it priced right and we get that offer in that first three days of the market, I think I read 65% of the offers are being written three days from the time the house comes on the market. So if you get that offer and you get what you're looking for, it makes it so smooth, so stress-free, and it just... It's incredible. And what a difference it makes for the sellers and for the buyers, honestly.
1: Absolutely. We have to take another break and we will return. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results this morning. Coming up again right after the break on News Talk 1340, KROC-AM and 96.9 FM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340,
2: KROC-AM and 96.9 FM. 20% of the general population have hearing.
0: From Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC-AM and 96.9 FM.
1: Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results. This morning on Talk 1340 KROC AM at 96.9 FM. Uh, Robin, you mentioned, you know, more inventory out there than we've had in a while. Uh, I imagine you have some listings you could share with two- us.
2: I have two new ones. I I shared quite a few last week, but I think um, the majority of them are sold. There might be one or two left, but I think the majority have sold. But I do have two new ones that I definitely want to talk about. Um, One of them is located at 1935 Gemini Drive Southwest, and this one is listed at 449.9. dollars Okay, It was built in 2009. It's got four bedrooms, three bathrooms, and a three-car garage. Uh, Let's see. It's got finished 2,512 square feet. It's got a nice exterior with stone and um, siding combination. Anyway, it's up in Hart Farms. You know where that is? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, popular area. And that one um, actually just hit the market so it is i think first well first day in the market was yesterday or today i'm not sure but anyway um that one is a nice one for sure and then oh my gosh if you love river bluffs lane northwest which i've always loved it out there such a pretty neighborhood there is a beauty out there it was built uh in 1997 it's a big two-story with a pretty stone arched front and Um, Just nestled into the woods It sits on a couple of acres I think it's two and a half acres And the house has five beds And four baths And a three car garage That one is um, Finished 4,798 So we should just For the sake of it Call it 4,800 square feet Of finished house On two and a half acres in northwest rochester and that one is on the market a couple of days but it is 959 so that one is a beauty and i suspect will sell pretty darn quickly because there's no way you could build a house that size (laughs) and with all those amenities wood floor and granite countertops and custom cabinets and all those things for anywhere near that these days with the you know the prices of construction and lumber etc so can
1: you mention the location too i know where that's at and that is a really it's so pretty area. out there yeah. isn't it
2: yes it really is so um you know i know that we we did talk about the fact that we're all super excited to see the sunshine right
1: yes
2: and and truth be told i actually am you know right at the top of that list but I always try to find the glass half full. I always try to find the positive in anything, everything. So when I've been out showing a lot of houses in the rain lately, I tell people it is actually pretty beneficial because houses look their worst on gray gloomy cloudy days so I tell people if you think this house looks good today you just wait until you come back and see <laughs> it when the sun's shining truthfully truthfully well, yeah, but from fun. a more but from a more practical standpoint you know if there is a water issue if there's any water that comes into the basement if there is anything you know if, if the lawn pools up and becomes your private lake you know if there's any of those kind of things that happen you just can't hide it when we have rainy day followed by rainy day followed by rainy day so i tell people it's almost a blessing in disguise to be able to go out and house hunt. now that doesn't mean i want more rainy days okay no because we can do a fine job in the sun but you know just to put a positive light on it that is that is the upside of showing houses in the rain
1: i had never thought of that that makes absolutely perfect sense to yep. see the house when it needs to perform
2: you can see if the gutters are doing their job you can see you know it's just it is nice it is good yeah. so i think it's it's one of those things if it's raining you don't say oh shoot let's cancel and wait for a sunny day to go show the house you just come back and see it on a sunny day after you've seen it initially because you a lot love of times it even more well, yeah, because a lot of times people are writing offers without inspections these days well, to, win, right. to win in multiple offers.
1: That's perfect, because I was actually going to ask you that very question. We were talking about the multiple offers, and inspections came into my head when you were talking about water issues. Are, yeah. Are people still waiving inspections?
2: You know, I'm going to tell you, most buyers really, really, really prefer to buy a house with an inspection, okay? It's a huge investment, And it's not just words on paper, I'll waive the inspection. They think about what does that really mean? You know, I don't know too much about this house, and I can't really dig too deep without an inspection. So a lot of sellers, and many of them are being guided by, you know, their real estate professionals, but a lot of sellers are having... um, pre-inspections done so that they can get the home inspected and then lay that inspection report out there so that the buyers do have a chance to look at it. So if it does get into multiple offers and they opt to waive their right to have an inspection, it's not quite as risky because they have the ability to view the inspection report that was already right. done and provided by um, you know, a reliable professional. So that, that helps.
1: How about, I I don't even know why, this is from left field. With a brand new home, do you need an inspection?
2: Well, a lot of um, new home buyers do not get an inspection. And the reason that they don't is because the home comes with a warranty. Sure. Okay? So they think, well, if there's anything that comes up, then it's it's okay because the builder's going to have to do it. But there are definitely people who really want to have an inspection and typically builders are not worried about it at all because they know that the city inspector is coming out doing their things but i love that you asked me because i actually just read an article called the most common inspection problems uncovered in new homes so let me just read some of this it said about 14 percent of new home buyers. So one in seven foregoes a home inspection, survey finds, okay? Uh, but the new homes can turn up problems too. For those who did an inspection, 65% said they uncovered issues with their newly constructed house. And the majority of the problems were minor and they did not cause any delay in closing. However, about 24% of new home buyers Say that their home did not pass their first inspection.
1: Wow! Oh, yeah, I'm surprised. Thirty-two
2: percent said the inspector found minor issues, and thirty percent said that their home passed with fly, with fly, me, with flying colors. <laughs> so, um, some of the most common items that popped up were crucial, like home components, like HVAC system. Now, what in the world? That means it must have been, like, installed improperly or something. I'm going to tell you right now, this article was not written around here because we honestly rarely see any issues come up when new homes do get inspected here we rarely see any issues because i think our city inspectors do a fantastic job they're pretty nitpicky and (laughs) you know i've i've been there when they've been inspecting new homes and i mean i've seen them get out the tape measure and measure the inches on the stair risers to make sure that they're you know Incompliant yeah, totally. and yes it Up to code measuring windows Measuring you know between balusters On the stair rails so they really Are fussy and obviously We have you know again other parts Of the country might do it differently but We have very specific Inspections like after the electrical you know, before they put the walls up and cover right. the wiring, they have an electrical inspection. And, and same the with the plumbing stuff, and right. same with the HVAC. Yeah. So I feel like when a, agent, when a buyer says to me, we're going to waive the inspection, I feel best if that is a new construction. Because I know that house is being thoroughly inspected along the way.
1: All right. We amazingly are out of time. So we better get your phone number out there.
2: All right. So, well, so anytime. Anybody,
1: yep. Yep, Anybody feel free to, to call, call me. To Robin.
2: <laughs> okay, we're just going to talk over each other.
1: I know. Who, <laughs> day.
2: All right. Anybody who needs my help, any way I can help you, feel free to call me on my cell phone. And that number is 507-259-4926.
1: Okay, Robin. Thanks so much. Yeah. Have a great weekend. You, you too. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9M. News Talk thirteen. 13-